It's been a long year without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it at the next day tense. We've come a long way from Ohio when I will tell you all about it at the next day tense. At the next day tense. Unfurled and Friends episode 9. We got an emergency episode here. It's our third episode of the week and really wasn't hoping to do a third episode this week because um, like you guys, I was hoping to be in Brooklyn right now celebrating, you know, a first win in the tournament, but we got an emergency podcast. You know why the coronavirus has not only canceled the A-10 tournament, but every college basketball tournament that you can think of. Found a commentary right here, joined by SB Unfurled. So, how you feeling right now? How you holding, hanging in there? If you would have told me uh, a couple days ago we would be doing an emergency podcast, or maybe a week ago uh, this weekend, I would have said it was probably because we like upset Dayton or we won the entire thing. Um, I wouldn't have thought even just 48, 72 hours ago that it would be because this virus has pretty much ended sports for at least a month, maybe more. Um, it was pretty much the strangest ending to a season I can remember. Pretty, I mean, in any sport, uh, not just not just Bonnie's. Having said that, um, it's not. I don't think it's even close to the worst ending I've dealt with. Not not uh, just in the last five years, but in the last year, basically. Um, I don't know what you think about that. How how you would rank it? Because we've had a couple really, really tough endings this seasons the last few years. Uh, the snub comes to mind, of course. It's one we'll never yeah. get over. Uh, that, last... one, that one, that one's the worst. I that mean, one's honestly, the worst. Yes. If we're gonna be real, unless yeah. Dayton was gonna lose, we weren't making the NCAA tournament. Just because we it was so out of our, it was so out out of our hands. Um, last year, I, I would say second worst. This one, I, I mean, it it was just weird. It, it I'm not like heartbroken the the way it rolled out the way it happened over a 24 48 hour span it was kind of like a I've, slow roll i've definitely gone through all five stages of grief i i, I was ex- i was definitely just as angry as most of you probably around right after we probably dropped the podcast and maybe that was probably in a selfish way while i was a little pissed off about oh man we did we did what we did nine hours of interviews on and off with people all over the a10 I spent probably a combined 10 more hours editing other shit together for those two podcasts. Um, And then it's all for waste. And this is just me, some random Twitter chode. Now imagine if you're one of the players who works their asses off year round. And then this happens like we can, neither of us are qualified to talk about the epidemiology of it, 
And I, from what I've learned, it sounds like this is absolutely the right move to make. But putting that aside, it's it's important to sit in the hurt of this because we're all so passionate about it. The players are so dedicated to their craft. Amadi Akpizi, his senior year, just ends like that. I mean, he's our only senior, but that's terrible for your for a way to end your season like that, man, bro. Like, it's terrible. It is terrible. Um, in another sense, I will say, like, the reason it's different is because everyone's season is ending the same exact way, and it's kind of like you can commiserate with every other fan. Um, and, and, I mean, everyone's going through the exact same thing we are, if not way, way worse, like Dayton. Um, oh my it God. makes it a little a little easier to swallow knowing that everyone's going through this not just in the NCAA but across all of sports you know so um, you, you gotta feel for for the seniors especially and and my first thought is god damn it it sucks for Dayton so so much yeah I mean as much as we love giving shit to everybody in the A-10 whenever we're playing them we usually rally together when it comes to tournament time because we're looked on less favorably than basically every, you know, power five, six, if you count the big East, it's, it's sad. It's just like, this is, I saw some, I forgot who on Twitter said it on Thursday night here, compared it to the 1970 final Four team for us with the unfinished dreams for them. This is unfinished business. I mean, we were what I think we were number one at, at one point in 1970. They were yeah. number three and rising. There's yeah. no telling what could have happened. They could have probably could have been possibly two going into the tournament, getting a good seed or getting a good bracket and then cruising their way to Atlanta. Like that would have been incredible for the conference as a whole. And not to mention, hey, it's a little more money for us, of course. But right. But I mean, in general, it's like Dayton is a bigger version of us. They're a Catholic school with a similar style student body, just, you know, a lot bigger. And that it, 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 it hurts to see that, to see them go through that. Like, I mean, yeah. we're, it, we're at the end of the day, we're all talking about very trivial shit. Like we're talking about college basketball teams when when people are dying across the world. I don't want to I, I kind of want to throw that in there. I know it's I know it's kind of cliche, but it's like, you know, just want to give it a perspective on there. But still, it's like this is so important to everybody invested it's like this is this is how we're all united together this is why you guys are listening to this right now because why would you all be listening to this if you're going through this crappy situation and it's like oh let's just listen to another basketball podcast like why do you want to do that right now you do that because you care about this stuff and as trivial as it can sound to some people it's it's really important to to everybody across a10 and really across college basketball and showing just like empathy toward Dayton, and I, I was thinking about this. It, it would be like the Bonnies in a couple of years, uh, somehow working their way all the way up into a, a top five in the entire country, scratching and clawing uh, their way through an entire slate, uh, an undefeated conference season, getting up to uh, a one seed probably on in the NCAA tournament, having a first and second round game in Buffalo. And we're all just so ecstatic. Like it doesn't maybe even matter what happens in, in Brooklyn. We're going to have a first or second round game as a one seed in Buffalo. Are you kidding me? Kyle Loft and Ocean Welch are all seniors this year. And, the, and this is the year it's all coming together. And all of a sudden within 24 hours, it's just completely 
wiped out. I mean, who could have possibly imagined that happening? I mean, it's in Buffalo in 22 when those guys are all seniors. So, I mean, who, who knows? Unfortunately, you, you, you can't, you can never really expect these things and, and you, you can't go through life ex- expecting them to happen. I mean, you and I both had plans, separate plans to go down that you were actually going to go down Friday from the get go. I had booked out months in advance to head down on Thursday. I was on the phone with hotels.com back and forth so much. And I'm like, I have all this money tied up. I might just go down to New York city and say, screw it. And you know, Watch the game at the uh, the Fulton Hall right near the arena. I'm like, I got all this money tied up, but on a personal note, I was able to get my refund, fortunately. But still, it's like this is this just goes back to what I was saying earlier about all the emotion that everybody puts into it. It's it's what unites us, man. And another thing, kind of getting to the whole idea of why sports has kind of really been like the epicenter of American consciousness about how serious serious this issue is. Think about it. How often do people, 5,000 or more people, get together on a daily basis? And what other avenue of life? It's sports. Concerts are very intermittent. Like, it's all sports, man. Like, even in the Riley Center, we got 5,000 people on a random Wednesday and, the, and relatively speak, in the middle of nowhere. Like, there's NFL stadiums that have way more. Like, this is something that unites us all. And it's just... As much as like, of course, there's way bigger issues at hand here. It's like for, you know, you we're people are hurting all over and in, in, in different ways. Some obviously less serious than others. But hey, you know, we're trying to get you guys through this, right? And you kind of saw it coming. I mean, like Wednesday night, the A-10 said no fans uh, at nine. They announced that at night. Um, and this is all going on while like the president's announcing no travel while on another channel, I think like Sarah Palin was in the masked singer or something that was going on too. Uh, <laughs> Tom <It> Hanks <laughs> randomly announcing that yes. him and his wife have this thing. Uh, and then the whole Rudy Gobert uh, situation where the thunder and the jazz, like they, they're in an arena full of people and they just cancel the game when they're getting ready to start. And then it's it, within a half hour, they're like Rudy Gobert has coronavirus and they're showing him, touching yeah. the microphone, like being a smart ass. And this is all happening within like an hour or two. But what once if we're, the if we're gonna even circle back to college basketball, maybe outside of Bonas, but in the Big Ten tournament, Fred Hoiberg. Yeah. He was he was sick as shit. Now don't get me wrong, yeah. he had influenza. But if you get somebody sick with one illness, that's gonna weaken their immune system and maybe they're more susceptible to corona. So it's it- and once just, that, once the NBA, I mean, once Gobert had it, like you knew, because the NBA is usually a leader on these things. They're they're the proactive ones. You kind of knew they were going to cancel or at least postpone the season. Um, and once that happened, I mean, the I thought maybe we'd play against Mason, but I was like, there's no way this A10 tournament's no. finishing. And and beyond no. that, I was skeptical at best, doubtful that we would even get March Madness this year because once the NBA decides, Hey, we're not sending our athletes out there. Uh, how, how can the NCAA send like amateur kids out to, yeah to, to profit off of them when they're not making any money, when pro athletes are like staying home quarantined. It, yeah, man. You the just second, knew it. The second that they announced that <laughs> friend of the pod, Adrian Wojnarowski reported <laughs> that, um, the NBA was postponing the season. Um, I knew, yeah, 
A10s, yeah. This is yeah. this is going to be over. And honestly, I I know that the A10 is in a logistical nightmare in that situation. But I I feel like and this will go not even just for the A10 but all these conferences. I don't know why everybody waited until noon Thursday to to pull the plug. Like VCU and UMass, they were about to play and then 5 minutes before the game, they pulled the plug. Big the Big yeah. East tournament, Creighton and St. Joe St. Joe's, sorry. Creighton and St. John's played a half before they even decided to cancel it. So it's it was just a very very weird situation. Um I know it's kind of a another little trivial thing, but I think of one of these moments as like, damn, this is definitely gonna be a thirty for thirty that I'm watching on Facebook. I was thinking between, that earlier. Between too. Wednesday night and thir- just all day Thursday. Yeah, at twenty I was thinking of that was it June or July something, nineteen ninety. June seventeenth, ninety four. And it was like OJ, uh the OJ car chase. Um by the way, that has gotta be one of, if not the best, thirty for thirty. Yeah. And this this is that. Like this is maybe even a weirder twenty four hours coupled with the fact that we have social media and we're all uh digesting this at once with each other and, and we're all um we're all on twitter we're all refreshing everything learning this stuff in real time we have reporters on there talking about it we have the players and and the coaches on twitter talking about it um it, it's just a whole different world i i think it's it's the weirdest 24 hours in sports that we've ever seen <laughs> it has to be yeah de- definitely like since you know we're both kind of 90s early early 90s kids this late 80s kind of that area like in our lifetimes yeah i would i would say so because i mean we were we weren't exactly uh we didn't have any money on rockets Knicks in the uh, 94 finals that's for sure <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i mean it's just been uh it's been a weird year i mean we had kobe just a couple months ago and yeah and now this again and how i mean for the next month, there's not going to be any sports. Well, I think there's like PGA Tour and UFC and maybe NASCAR. There is virtual. Point. There's virtual <laughs> camel racing on some uh, some less than uh, scrupulous uh, websites. If you if you really <laughs> want to dive into the sewer with us, mm. <laughs> I have not actually done that. I I may I, I may check it out just just to just to see what's going on there. Like I was like virtual camel racing. What the hell is this? We're going to have to get real, real greasy and creative with bets. (laughs) It's going to be dark times, man. Like I'm going to be looking at a bet I made and I'm just going to be read it like the next day and be like, what the hell am I doing right now? (laughs) By the way, I did have a Dayton plus 2000 to win it all. Um, I took that probably early February. I want to say a couple (laughs) weeks after they beat us. Uh, Yeah. It's, um, I, I think they had a chance to do it all, man. I I, I know it's like oh yeah. Sometimes definitely. they'll they'll differentiate on the banners, and sometimes people talk shit like, "Oh, you only won the regular season title." I know we didn't have a tournament, but I'm more than happy to say, yeah, Dayton's unanimous champion for 2020, and that can go down in history like that, as far as I'm concerned. It's not good enough for them, though. To, like we asked no. Sully when he could have won it all, us, and he was like. <laughs> We got to get to the second weekend to say that this season has been a success. And they, I mean, they had, didn't have a chance to. And that sucks because. And even then, a one seed losing in the Sweet 16 is not exactly. It doesn't feel very successful in the moment, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, if they were to go down to like Maryland, a 1 4 Maryland matchup or something like that, uh, it's not like it's a terrible loss at all. But I, I, they definitely had the guns to get all the way. And we'll just never know. And you got to feel especially bad for them and you know san diego states and 
those other teams that don't get these teams every five, ten years. It's it's a once in a lifetime team that isn't going to get a chance to compete. Yeah, it's true, and it's just it's just sad for all the players. Really, I, I, it's it's they don't get paid, and it's like this isn't this isn't something that makes up for that fact. But at the very least, it's like they put all this energy into it, and it's it's just not going to happen this year. And while it would be unfair to kind of force it, I think towards May and June, especially because I don't think personally this is going to get resolved in April, uh, maybe towards the tail end of April. It's just not fair to force those those kids to kind of make the decision between NBA, other future pro prospects, other future you know career a- a- you know academic pursuits. Like it's just you, you, at some point you just have to say you know what we got to cut we got to cut bait on this. Yeah, and that's what they did. I th- at this point, um, I mean, it's it's nine thirty on Thursday, and they they have canceled even even spring sports. So I don't, and those go into May and June. So I don't see. I guess they could reverse it, but I don't. I don't see any way we're getting getting a tournament. And I've been hearing about the Olympics for a while about possibly being at risk because I mean, even if everything quiets down in the U.S. and let's say yeah. end of April, you still have people from all over the world traveling to Tokyo in the summer. And that made me today, I, I hit you up about this because you're, you're big in the TBT stuff, the basketball tournament stuff. I'm like, I wonder if when exactly TBT is going to be a little bit concerned because while, yeah, it's a smaller event than the Olympics, like God, it's like way, it's way smaller than the Olympics, of course, but all these players are playing overseas. And it's like, you have all these people mm-hmm. from, from China, like Nicholson or whoever, Italy and... like J- Jack Gibbs in uh, Belgium or whoever, like you have all yeah. these people from all over the world. Yeah, Italy, like Iran, I think has a decent pro league. Yeah, exactly. Like you have all of them all over the place. Like that's gonna that's gonna be a concern for the the, the basketball tournament. Unfortunately, I hate I hate even thinking that like that far down the line we're gonna still be talking about this shit. But like, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I'm it's this is this is absolutely unprecedented territory that we're seeing in sports in general. Yeah, you just can't predict what's going to happen. You've seen how much has happened just in the last 48 hours. So to try to predict like four months from now what the hell this is going to look like, it could be completely gone um, in a sense, or we could be in even worse shape than we are. I mean, you just you can't predict it. So I, I don't have an answer for you on the Olympics, TBT. It's a wait and see basis. What we do know is that the Bonnie season is over, unfortunately. And you didn't think it was ever going to end this way, but here we are. It's the off season, and it, it feels really weird. Uh, there's no closure on it, but man, it's like but, what I have to start can, looking into recruiting now. Like I didn't even get to see what I thought was the last game. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna end our little segment on the whole coronavirus stuff on a happy note for two things. There are two things that the Bonnies can definitively say at the end of the season. First off, we did not lose the national championship. That's a fact. I mean, you can't, you can't dispute that. We, I mean, we didn't win it. Sure. But we didn't lose it. And that's the first time since we've been playing basketball that we've never not lost the national championship. So, Hey, that could be a banner. And also back in uh, November, our Canadian national championship that, um, that we won since we were the last game in Toronto. So, you know, and Rutgers was actually probably the best team in that tournament. So 
I, I think. Oh I yeah, think you can say that it's another team. They were going to the tournament probably, and and they had a good team for once. And Penn State, um, eh. former former Bonnie Isaiah Brockington, he, uh, Hofstra. They won the Colonial a few days ago. Yeah. Um, former Bonnie Tree Coburn was going to be playing there. Like that's, yeah, it, it it reaches wide. It does. It does reach wide. Poor Sienna. <laughs> Wait, where, where were they? <laughs> they had a. They had a. They were the MAC regular season champs, and they had a shot. They were in like the semifinals. I think they had a shot to. Can yeah. I just say, like, I don't feel it bad was for just, them at all. It. <laughs> it was just ridiculous that the MAC was one of the, like the last holdouts that was like, ah, should we cancel it? It's like, dude, thirty <laughs> out of like the thirty-two conferences have yeah. canceled. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> and you're in Atlantic City, which isn't exactly like, hey, yeah. Atlantic, City's a, Atlantic City will always have a special place in yep. all of our hearts. But like, if we're talking in terms of cleanliness, the Jersey Shore, <laughs> yeah, it's not, <laughs> that's not exactly where I want to be in, in the middle of an actual yeah. pandemic. Boardwalk Hall. <laughs> Feeling really clean in Boardwalk Hall, guys. Oh my God. Yeah, the hey. Mac and the Miak held out as long as possible. Yeah. I feel like the Miak just like, wasn't paying attention. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, probably. But it was it was so crazy. It was all within like a half hour span. Yeah, once you saw Thursday morning, I think it was like the Big Ten, and then the SEC, then the Big Twelve, and it it's a foregone conclusion the A ten would fall in line, not just that day or that within an hour or two, but within like minutes. You you just knew it was coming, and then there you have it. Like UMass and VCU are getting ready to tip, and what we all feared. Pretty much, uh, you know, it, it pretty much just became a reality right there. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast, it felt like I was drunk. City lights day out before us, and your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder. And I, I had a feeling that I belonged. I, I had a feeling I could be someone, be someone, be someone. So even though. The channel guide says college basketball, Atlantic 10 tournament, second round. Yeah. I don't know if you want to hope that you put it on and, hey, maybe it's, it's, it's changed. But no, you put it on and it's the uh, it's the Mecom Auto Auction. Um, you've been watching that for quite a bit on Thursday, huh? It's not Duquesne Fordham. Uh, I'm on like hour four or five now of watching this car auction show. <laughs> and it's just i'm just being stubborn at this point uh because i had plans to go right after work to the bar um to have a few drinks and watch the bonnies 2 30 to 4 30 nbc sports and this is like my last hurrah um for a little while this weekend usually and then i take like a couple a month or two off without drinking you know try to try to tighten the core a little bit before summer um hmm. so i was like yeah i'm i'm going i'm going to the bar i'm gonna have a few drinks and i'm just gonna watch whatever the hell they have on and oh, they they had nbc sports on and uh we're, we're, i'm watching it live right now we got a 1985 chevrolet pickup ooh. from this is this is by the way is in the the arizona cardinals stadium yep, it is. in glendale arizona glendale. it's and this is glendale 2020 so this is pretty recent i guess it's gotta be within the last three months i wonder if the uh me come auto auctions thing is going to be uh canceled by coronavirus so I don't. Fifteen thousand dollars. There are some real buttes. It's not on live. There. It's not live. Oh. But 
this this 1967 Chevy Camaro stole the show, and at this point, stole March. Really, I mean, when yeah. you look back at this month, years from now, we won't be Nate talking Smith. about any upsets or magical <laughs> runs to Atlanta. We're not going to be talking about Obi Toppin. We will <laughs> all be talking about this wonderful burnt orange 1967 Chevy Camaro. You were live tweeting it. That was I, I had. Was impressed. To. You I was planning on, you know, live every, you know, four or five tweets during the Bonnet game. I said, you know, hey, you, I'm not just going to sit here and be silent when the people need <laughs> me. I'm going to figure out what the hell is going on and give the people some content. You you promised them complete coverage of whatever was airing on NBC Sports between 2.30 yeah. and 4.30 on Thursday. And you That's know what? Right. You delivered. You delivered. And hey, I appreciate that. Whether we like it or not, this is this is what sports is for a little while. A retired yeah. old man out in Glendale riding in a car <laughs> for 50 feet at two miles per hour while people throw out prices. Like, this is athletics now. This is our the she- reality. The Chevy pickup's now up to 25K. Oh, I think you bought it. Yep, it is sold for $25,000. Man, that is... It's a good bid. I mean, that's not even your main car. I wish I had 25K to just the piss away and just some second car or some basically like a big fancy matchbox car basically is what this is for you <laughs> i thought those cars would be going for more those are they look shiny they're old they're classic they're souped up um we had some good ones man we had uh there's a chevy suburban that went for twenty seven thousand. 1952 chevy suburban <laughs> a little nice little nissan turbo uh there was one that was uh shit it was like 40 some thousand it went for they have not updated the TV guide on Spectrum here. It still all says A10 quarterfinals, Rhode Island versus TBA. Well, it's not going to be A. It will not be an A. We got Red Bull Ice Cross that will be on after, at 11 o'clock on Friday night. So there's that. Um, yeah, I don't know what else they're going to be showing right now. <laughs> but, but mark our words, we will be watching... All of the, or as much of the A10 tournament time slots yeah. as possible. And we will give you a full report on that in our next podcast, along with, we'll also give you a good, uh, good recap of the entire season. Because honestly, right now, I, I know, I don't know about you, but like, I, I can't even be- begin to even think about dissecting the season. Like I, even when I woke up Thursday morning, I'm like, there's no way I can even like, I can't even emotionally get ready for this game. Like I, it felt like the Cayman islands classic or the Boca Raton thing where I'm like, dude, this game yeah. might as well be played on Mars. Like I don't even, <laughs> this doesn't even feel like a real game that would happen today. I, like I told yeah. P buckets. I'm like, Hey, can we make this the, uh, the uncle Vinny, the uncle Vinny, uh, the uncle Vinny bowl. He's like, Oh yeah, sure. Cause I'm like, okay, cause this is basically going to be a glorified ex- exhibition, but we didn't even play it. I don't yeah. know how you felt, man. When the, when the out of conference doesn't go as well as it as it should to get an at large, you kind of have a second season begin when conference season starts, and then once that ends, you have a third season, and that's the tournament, and anyone can win it, and anyone can get that auto bid. So, kind of just put the season behind you during these few days heading into Brooklyn, and you're like, I don't even remember what happened this year. All I'm thinking about is the next four days. So yeah. now that just disappears. So we're kind of left, you know, in purgatory, like with, with nothing to really think about. Yeah. Well, we're going to get you guys through some of this. Um, hopefully with this podcast uh, next week, we'll try to break down what exactly this uh, season means for us going forward. Um, 
you know, as much as this sucks and don't let anybody tell you not to feel shitty about this because this is personally like one of my favorite weekends, if not my favorite weekend of the year. But yeah, as you know, we do have you can both you can have at the same time perspective on it. And you can also uh, you can also be pissed off that this happened. Like you don't have to be pissed at anybody in general. You can just be just be mad. And- it's the best weekend of the year for me, at least yeah. uh, like watching on TV wise, sports wise in general, that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of the NCAA tournament is. And that's gone um, just for your own, our own personal you know, experiences. I don't think it gets any better than the Atlantic 10 tournament. And yeah, man. those have just disappeared in the last 24 hours. Flash Flood Watch in Glendale, Arizona. Uh-oh. Uh, 68 degrees, mostly cloudy, and widespread showers and thunderstorms are expected across the area through this evening. Showers lingering into Friday at the car auction show. <laughs> So we'll see how that. I don't know if we can do a final forecast for the uh, car show that aired. My way of coping. Six weeks ago. (laughs) Oh, let me look at the weather. No, all right. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a three hour long podcast next week where you're just gonna read every single forecast between now until like October 29th or whatever the hell we play Alfred again in our in our exhibition game. I'm an aspiring weatherman at this point, and I'm coping. Yeah, man. Well, it was 55 and sunny and only for all the non bona shitheads that talk uh, crap about Olean. No, no, right? It is March. It is March. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, until next year, A10. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, SB Unfurled. We'll have a podcast again to kind of recap the season for you all. Follow us on Twitter at Bonacometer at SB Unfurled. Um, all the podcast streaming links are going to be on sbunfurled.com slash podcast. And you can read some of our stuff, our beautiful stuff that we um, made for the A-10 tournament that now is going to basically go in the Indiana Jones crates in the uh, in storage. Uh, if I you did want a whole to, infographic on the A-10 tournament. Did you see that huge thing? Yeah, man, you did a great job. And we put a whole site, a podcast. put a whole like, page together with tons of different stuff previewing the tournament all these infographics honestly Boom. if you guys haven't checked out one the, pandemic uh, wipes it out yeah if you haven't checked out the podcast either go ahead and go ahead and listen to them just because there's 90 percent of the stuff is not necessarily about oh what's the key to davidson beating lasalle or anything like that like yeah. there's plenty of fun shit in there to listen to i would i would recommend checking it out there but um thank you again so much for joining us uh sb unfurled on twitter at Bonacometer on Twitter, sbnfurl.com slash podcast for all the information on where you can follow us and uh, get our podcast. Thanks so much, everybody. Uh, stay strong and please wash your hands and no more high fives. <laughs> <laughs>